Welcome to the Film Yak Podcast. This is episode 26. My name is John. My name is Kevin. And Jonathan. Jonathan is cracking up laughing right now because we just recorded half an hour of our show and uh, his mic was dead the entire time, so we had to uh, start over. I was going to interrupt you when you did the introduction and say part two. <laughs> yeah, this is essentially part two of episode 26. So um, get ready. We're going to rediscuss everything we've already discussed. Hopefully it won't be too draining on us. I know it won't be on the listeners. So, uh, how's everybody doing today? Doing great. Feeling annihilated. <laughs> <laughs> really? Why? What's up? Work sucks. Uh, what about trailers? <laughs> uh, yeah, so we'll skip Jonathan's uh, work hell stories and uh, go <laughs> right. straight to the trailers that we wanted to talk about, which were, Kevin? John Krasinski's new movie, A Quiet Place. Right, uh, his uh, fourth directing feature. Fourth directing feature. Or we no, found third. Third? Third, yeah. third and a half? Third, well, he directed TV, but that's right, not, right, right. not his debut. Not okay, his debut. not his debut. Uh, <laughs> interesting looking horror flick. It looks interesting, but can you really trust trailers these days? No, you cannot. And trailers are garbage. That's and right. I don't even know what to think anymore. But this one looks decent, and uh, I hope John Krasinski shoots some aliens with a shotgun. Yeah. All right. Uh, next. Yeah. All right. Uh, Hopefully, on. it's not like signs, though. I don't want this to be John Krasinski's, you know, Mel Gibson moment. No, I like signs. You do? I don't know. I haven't seen it. <laughs> I've, I've never seen it. <laughs> He's seen it though. I've seen it, yeah, once. Um, yeah, when yeah. it came out, I have not ever seen it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been a while, but like, and, and for me, Shyamalan Ding Dong's movies don't tend to like. Not all of them tend to hold up that great. I need no, to wa- I, I need to watch Unbreakable again. But uh, I, I like I rewatched Unbreakable uh, in the last year or two, and I liked it quite a bit. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I I also I'm a, I have a soft spot for The Village. I can see that. So uh, what about Lady in the Water? I haven't seen it. I haven't, I haven't seen. seen oh, okay. I haven't seen anything like from Signs on. I haven't seen anything. Oh, okay. I don't think the Village came out after Signs. Oh, I saw the Village. Okay, never mind. Okay. Post Signs, I'm the same. Right. I mean, post okay. Village, I haven't seen anything. Yeah, I guess right. <laughs> but I hear that um, Split is quite good. I've heard the Visit is very good, but I don't. They they don't. Uh, the Split looks okay. The Visit looks terrible to me. So I, I don't uh, yeah. ever see that. But um, yeah, well, hopefully, uh, a quiet place will prove to be uh, something special. But right. We'll we'll have to see. Any other trailers that you wanted to talk about, Kevin? Uh, you all can also go on to our website, filmyakpodcast.com, where John posted the trailer for HBO's new version of Fahrenheit 451, starring Michael B. Jordan and Michael Shannon. Again, looks awesome. This is HBO a has a great track record. This is a film? Yeah, it's a movie. It's a film. Cool. Yep. You never know. You, know? you never know. We'll see. Uh, I like Michael Shannon. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about uh, B. Jordan, really, but he's he's all right in Creed. Yeah. You he, know. he was good in Black Panther. Okay, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I guess we'll go right into our What We Watched segment. Jonathan, you want to yeah, sure. kick us off there? Yeah, let's talk about this again. <laughs> Uh, watch, uh, rewatched Arrival <clears throat> because uh, Annihilation was presented as the best science fiction movie since Arrival, which is stupid. Um, stupid because Arrival just came out. Yeah, um, like literally came out in late 2016. What? What? That yeah. is the dumbest. Tag. Didn't they say the same thing about Blade Runner 2049? Like it was the best science fiction movie since blah blah blah. 
All science fiction movies are the best science fiction movie since the last science fiction movie. That's true. Right? That's true. That's how they do it. science fiction saturation yeah. at this point. Yeah. Which marketing. bums me out. Yeah. Um, anyway, Rivals, uh, I like Arrival. It's not bad. Gave it a three. Uh, next? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I like the soundtrack a lot. Uh, rest in peace, Johan Johansson. It's really good. Uh, the plot is, on paper, is really great. Really, really great. Um, new. Never really seen anything like it, really. But uh, for me, again, it falls apart in the last 20 minutes. I just... Again, I don't know how they'd end it. It's just the way it has to end. I don't know how else you would end a movie like this, but uh, just it feels weird. And uh, making the Chinese the supervillains is just the dumbest thing ever. I don't. I really hate that. Um, and it's a little, a little racist. It's a little racist. Sounds like it. Just make it the Russians. Why couldn't it be the Russians? The Russians are just like this. Yeah, I mean they that, can be evil because they are. It's not nineteen. 19- <laughs> 60 I guess yeah but Putin's around I know but I mean yeah. now, this is this was before Trump was in office right yeah yeah, so, yeah. Putin's been an asshole for I years. know but Putin has, <laughs> wasn't viewed as yeah, okay, the yeah. puppet master of America or whatever right um yeah I, I don't know it, it's well made you know a lot of weird CG uh they CG the hazmat suits Disgusting. They CG her hair at the end. Why? Well, if they Didn't want, he... if they want to make her look like she's underwater, just put her in a tank, right? I don't <laughs> right. understand I mean, why they don't do that. <laughs> we're rehashing the lines of this. Point. How hard is this? <laughs> really bad. But uh, Denny Villeneuve does that though. He 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 likes the CG. I, I and, and I think it's a little too much. Sometimes. He likes the CG. He does, and it's like mm, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like as good as CGI looks these days, it still should be used sparingly yeah like, like the ships are cg obviously yeah yeah but it's like come on they should have built the ships <laughs> that would have been killer yeah but or not, at least like the bottom half yeah i think one of my favorite parts though is when the ships leave uh. and they just like they don't they don't like war, go into warp or something they just they just like turn into mist and like evaporate that shit rules you like that nice. yes like they're just teleporting somewhere just it, it's the shit. The ship design is killer. Uh, the aliens are weird and kind of cheesy, squid-like, but kind of cool at the same time. I don't. Know. It's it's just it's it's a good movie. Definitely check it out if you haven't seen it. Hmm. Um, yeah. Anyway, three stars. Kevin. So I watched Queen of the Desert, written and directed by Werner Herzog, based on the life of an actual woman, Gertrude Bell, and the movie stars Nicole Kidman as Gertrude Bell, and Robert Pattinson as Lawrence of Arabia, and this movie is, I guess, Herzog's stab at a romance, but it's not a good romance. Because they keep trying to make this woman seem like she's the most important thing to ever happen to the Middle East. And literally, like, all she does is walk around the desert and talk to people. People really don't try to stop her doing anything or, you know, threaten her life at any point. Uh, There's, like, some, oh, no, it'll cause a scandal, this, that, and the other. And, you know, a British officer is like, no, you will not go through with your foolish plan. And she just walks out the room. Yes, I will. I don't know anything about her. What, what, what did she do? 
So she actually went and visited all these Bedouin tribes in the Middle East. We're talking like between like 1900 and 1918 or so. Um, so we're going up through World War One, where the British were uh, fighting the Turkish Empire, mm-hmm. Ottoman Empire, I should say. And so she like she falls in love with these people because of their freedom and their poetry and et cetera, et cetera. And, um, yeah. And you seem to have a real chip on your shoulder about Gertrude Bell. It just doesn't seem interesting. She's such a bitch. <laughs> well, I think like, like, well, for me, like the, mo- the most interesting part, like they actually leave out of the movie. Like the movie is like two hours. And the most interesting part is, you know, in real life, she actually helps these two kings who are brothers Mm. section off their different kingdoms of Iraq and Jordan. But you don't see that. You see it in text. Like, you know, she lived out her life and helped delineate these two kingdoms and et cetera, et cetera. So it's like, okay, literally it's, you know, people talk about Lord of the Rings being movies about people walking. That's what she does. She literally is just walking around the desert and, you know. Have you seen uh, Tracks with um, Mia Wasikowska and Adam Driver? No. It's about a... I would a, like to, though. That sounds a, good. It's about, oh, it sounds good. It's about a girl who walks across the outback, so you, you might, oh, you might oh, be a good double cool. bill with this. Yeah, yeah. Although... Yeah, Adam Driver I, plays a Time Life photographer or something like oh, okay. that. Or National Geographic photographer. True story? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. It's not. It's actually. It is not bad at all. I like it. Quite oh, cool. Bit, yeah. I just think you're saying how how boring this sounds. Dangerous. Well, it's it's a thing of like you know they try to present you with someone who's like oh this person is worth you noticing right and mm. as often as the case with biopics. I mean, you have a yeah, biopic. Yeah, it's yeah. like Did this person really need a biopic made about them? Probably not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I could understand, like, if Herzog had made a documentary, this sure. probably would have been a better a better thing. But, like, he's, you know, like, James Franco plays this made-up love interest. And, you know, he, like, introduces her to, like, the poem poems of the Middle East, like, in their original language. And he's teaching her how to read Farsi and all this kind of stuff. And he dies off screen. <laughs> Bummer. Yeah. And what's, what's this thing rated? I want to say it was R, but there's nothing nothing that I remember that would actually make it qualify as an R. And, of course, um, let's see. Queen of the Desert. Yeah. James Franco, Nicole Kim, PG-13. So, obviously, okay, we're not yeah, going to yeah. get any uh, Kidman Bush in this one. No, no. <laughs> Again, you got to go back to Eyes Wide Shut for that. Well, she is naked in uh, Killing of a Sacred Deer. Oh, really? <laughs> Even though she's I didn't know that. close to 60. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I I watched... Uh, what did you give that one? Two. Okay. I watched... Rewatched The Beach, directed by Danny Boyle, which is not written by Alex Garland, but is based on his novel. And starring Leonardo DiCaprio in his, uh, you know, sex symbol days. Um and it's a movie about a man who goes to Thailand to uh, find himself and ends up uh, at a beach lagoon that is perfect, except for there are sharks. And uh, I, and men with AK-47s. Yes, guarding marijuana leaves. What's scarier? 
Men with AK-47s or sharks? I'm going to say sharks. Depends on where you are. I'm going sharks. It Just depends on where you even are. Being any, Am I in the water? You're on a boat. I'm a on the boat. Small craft. Can I get away? Yes, but you only have a paddle. No problem. Much less scary. Like viciously hungry sharks. They're not going to come out of the water to eat me. <laughs> Our listeners you can't seen, see your face. Have you, have, you, have you seen like the great whites in like southern Africa? Like they like jump like six feet out of the water. No. Fucking scary. Look that shit up. Do they, do they jump out of the water to eat humans? No, I think they're like, no, but they're, <laughs> they might. Uh huh. Anyway, I'm gonna uh, look it up. Okay. okay. <laughs> the, uh, the beach is fine. Spring. It's yeah. not, it's not the uh, kind of hidden gem that I remembered it being. There are a lot of problems with it plot holes and uh, character motivations and, kind of silly stuff there's a lot of like there's there are things in it that sound like they could be good if they were handled better and it's not really like it's i feel like it's the screenwriter's fault for or i mean it might be it might be uh garland's fault i don't know how <laughs> okay we're watching a video of a shark jumping out of the water to for no reason at all the shark is just jumping out of the water no, and no, going back into the they, water they like they they dive deep and then they come back up, and, and they can see the seals like uh, you know against the surface, and they like target them, and they just like they they have so much momentum, they like shoot out of the water. It's insane. Let me find a bit crazier one. It's, I I yeah. saw it. I got there it. Go, go. Look at that shit. <laughs> Look at that shit. Yep. And you're on like a little boat, motherfucker. Like, that the shark awful. isn't coming out to eat me though. I, but if it hits your boat, if it hits my boat, Sorry. can you turn that off? <laughs> I, I did the free trial of uh, YouTube Red. Oh yeah, so I can close my screen and watch YouTube videos. That's pretty cool. Pretty oh awesome. yeah, but yeah. it's ten ninety nine a month. Fuck Jesus, that. ridiculous. Yeah, fuck that. When <laughs> li- literally every other streaming service is nine ninety nine a month. Yeah, that you, you, you get like special shows. <laughs> it's like, you, is it the? Uh, does he have did the TV streaming too through YouTube? Because I know they have know. TV streaming Does that, now. Is that included with Red? I don't, know. I don't know. Is that what Cobra Kai is coming out on? No, Cobra Kai is coming out on Red. Yeah, on oh, Red. Okay, yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. The, the live TV streaming is just like like having cable or DirecTV now or whatever. Oh, okay, yeah. Anyway, uh, the beach was fine. Uh, no, they're not. They're okay. different. That's stupid. That's that's dumb. The, the beach was good. <laughs> <laughs> the beach was fine. Uh, I don't know. You know, if you if you like DiCaprio in his youth, mm. watch this one. But otherwise, maybe just kind of you know throw it on and ignore it. Vacuum the house or something. Uh, three out of five. Mm. What's your favorite DiCaprio role ever? Uh, uh, Wolf of Wall Street, probably. Really, yeah. mm. his, his best acting is in that movie. Mm. I would say. Not maybe not the fun answer, but maybe it, maybe it is Wolf the of fun answer. Oh. Uh, Besides, well, I think it's I don't know. Best. Maybe the fun answer would be what's eating Gilbert Grape. No, that's the wrong kind yeah. of fun, but the fun answer. I think his best performance outside of Wall Street is uh, Wolf of Wall Street is um, Aviator. Oh. Yeah, I was going to say the Aviator. Yeah. Okay. Personally. Haven't and seen I, it in a while, but yeah, he was he's pretty amazing killer in it. it. Yeah. Right. I don't think his performance. I think his performance in Revenant is brave, but I don't think it's particularly good. Yeah. What about uh, Shutter Island? 
I hated Shutter Island, so I don't know. Really? I don't remember anything oh, okay. about it, really. I need to rewatch it. I have it on Blu-ray. I just haven't okay. gotten around to rewatching it. I feel like I, should, I owe it a second chance because it's Scorsese, but mm-hmm. I really hate Patricia Clarkson, so like her being I in any movie is just like a downer for me. It drops to like eight stars. I'm yeah. with you there she all eats. the way. Yeah. She's, yeah. she's brutal. She's She has an arc where she plays Fraser's girlfriend on Fraser. Yeah. She is heinously yeah. bad. It was terrible. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's awful. Yeah. Um. Okay, well, that's the beach, Jonathan. Um, fuck. And, and for those of you listening, we're now back to where we no, we're no, we're not. No, yeah, we are. Nope. I'm are we? Gonna, no, I talked about primer. Oh, you talked about primer, right? Fuck. We're um, almost there. We're so close. <laughs> watched primer, which I'm not going to talk about too much because we're going to do a deep dive of this later. But, yeah, later. Three episodes from now. Um. Well, two. One, two. Yeah, three. Yeah, three. Uh, on the no, third. Wait. On the third episode from now. Oh, that's right. We did. Yeah, Romeo, yeah. And, Romeo and Juliet. Last this week. is your epi- This is yeah, your yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. I forgot it yeah. is. Um, <laughs> uh, watched Primer. Gave it a four and a half. Uh, did you? I did. I, I, I bumped you... it up today. Oh, okay. Because I've been listening to analysis videos all day, and I'm like, this shit is. Is good. that fair? It, no, I don't give. I, a, don't, I don't care. Know. I don't care. So you okay? <laughs> let's just clear this up, though. You watched. You watched it and gave it a four. You texted me before I saw the rating. You texted me and he, or he says, "Have you seen Primer?" I said, uh-huh. "No." He goes, "Watch it immediately. This thing, this thing is killer." I'm like, "Wow, this is great." Jonathan watched something for the first time, gave it like a five out of five or something. Go on there, it's a four. I'm like, "Really? This is a rave review from Jonathan? A four? I didn't know what to think about it." And then he says, and then and then now he's saying that he went and watched videos external to the film itself, yeah. and it bumped the film up. It did because I understand it now. Oh. I understand it more. Okay. Um, okay. It's pretty hard. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm a dumbass. I don't know. But it's like it, it's no. It, I've heard it's very like extremely complicated. Like they don't explain shit in this movie, yeah. and like they're they're like mm. rattling off like physics and shit, and like he's purposely wrote the movie to where like it doesn't make any sense to a normal person. Like there's like advanced physics and shit that he's talking about, and yeah, the time travel stuff is crazy. Like they they do it in this special way that's like logical and like whenever <laughs> I don't want to give it away, but like don't give it away. Whenever they go back in time, like they're present self is still there so there's like doubles of of you know of yourself there's more than one they can only go back in time a few seconds right or something like that or a few minutes or something like that no well for for the movie it's like time travel is like um it's like relative like if you want to go back in time six hours you have to go into this machine for six hours like it's that's weird. It's okay, re- don't it's, say anything. Yeah, else. yeah I don't. Understand that. It's <laughs> right. really weird. Um, these two guys make a time machine accidentally because they're trying to make some like anti gravity machine. Um, hmm. And yeah, that's that's the plot. And a lot of weird shit happens. And sounds exciting. And yeah, are you gonna try to watch stuff. for the for the um, primer episode? Are you gonna try to watch Upstream Color? Yeah, probably. I want to see more of his stuff. And he apparently has a new movie coming out this year. Right. I've heard um, of that. His movies take a long time to come out because nobody wants to fund them. And they're all, even, I think Upstream Curler was like a really small budget too. Not like $7,000, but like, you know, like, yeah. a, mil, like a million bucks. Primer was done on $7,000. I can see why no one would want to do this movie because it's... <laughs> it's <laughs> Esoteric. Yeah. And confusing. And it looks grainy and dirty. It's shot on 16. And, uh... I think that's where it's, we stopped right there. You said it was on yeah, 16. Right, and then, right. And then I was like, hey, your mic's not working. And it's not really like, there's no like, there's tension, but it's, you know, and there's conflict, but it's it's very like minor conflict. It's like, it's 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 realistic. 
It's a realistic movie. That sounds good. As far as time travel, like like they go back in time. I'll just give. I'll say this one thing. Uh, I, I, one of the characters wants to go back in time so he can punch his old buddy in the face who like ripped him off and like created this million dollar company and like left him in the dust. He wants to just go back in time, or just or he wants to go punch him in the face and go back in time and not do it. You know, and like that, like that's one of the things they want to do. It's, That'd it's, be it's, cool. It's fucking yeah. ridiculous. It's not you that's know? stuff I would want to do. But, like, but get, then, do something and then just like make it so you didn't do exactly. it. Exactly. Like, and that that's their thing. Like, dude, we can like scam the uh, the stock market. You know, like the daily uh, stock market or something. Like that. You know, like it's like minor things, but like it just gets out of control, and it's it's really it's really fucking good. Ah. So we'll do a deep dive on that in a couple of weeks. Sounds good. Cool. <laughs> So I watched The Wind Rises, rewatched The Wind Rises by uh, Hayao Miyazaki because after watching Princess Mononoke and realizing, okay, I'm not 15 anymore, I was like, yeah, I need to go back and, and watch this. And this one, this where, where Queen of the Desert was a bad example of a romantic movie, not not in terms of like relationships and stuff, but like this is a, Wind Rises is an example of a good romance so it's about the actual guy who is designing this really special fighter for the Japanese, like before World War II, and like you know, all he wanted to do was design planes because he loves he loved planes and he the zero? you know yeah uh, well hang on is it the zero no it's like the uh, the A six M oh cool yeah and John was just trying to show off his no, history I, I international <laughs> knowledge there sorry man, like. <laughs> Rustin apparently is the is the expert, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, he'll he talk your head off. Yeah, so but not about Japanese stuff. Oh, okay, so much. He knows some stuff. I know he knows but, it. Yeah, if but it, if it's he's German. obsessed with German and tanks, yeah. anything tank related. German, Russian, American right. tanks. Yeah. Okay. He'll tell you that, about how great the Tiger tank is compared to every other tank. All the other tanks are garbage. Tiger right. Tanks are amazing. And strategic ways to like take out the Tiger. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why he loves Fury so much is because it actually oh, okay. that's exactly what they would do they would have to flank the tank they would have to go around the other you know they'd say, he'll tell you he gets really excited it's fun interesting yeah. but yeah um, so yeah um, the the animation on this one looks the colors in this thing are so so vivid especially when you're watching it on Blu-ray and the motion that they like are able to do with hand drawn animation looks amazing and the the voice cast is pretty good. Werner Herzog sticks out like a sore, sore thumb. <laughs> really? Who does he play? He's, uh, so, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character, Jiro, he's, like, on vacation somewhere in, like, the, the mountains, and he's staying at this hotel, and Herzog is there playing this dude who's, like, um, also in German aviation. Because, like, his company sends him from Japan to Germany so he can, like you know, see all the German engineering and, like, get some ideas and then come back to Japan and hopefully design some better aircraft. Oh. And, but, like, when they get there, like, they're being watched by the Schultzstaff and uh, the German army is, like, not letting them see anything and all all this kind of stuff. So it's really interesting. So, yeah, so Herzog is there and they're, like, talking about, like, you know, the difference between, like, Japanese and German cigarettes and stuff and... So then, so there he falls in love with Emily Blunt's character, who is dying of tuberculosis, and they still get married and they still move off, and he still designs the plane, and yeah, it's really really good. Nice. Would you give this one out of five? Four and a half. How, how, I'm sorry. One second. How, how involved is Miyazaki in the movies now? 
Like it's because he's really old. He's I've retired, heard, isn't he? They don't make movies anymore. Huh? He doesn't. Make he came movies. out of retirement. Yeah, he to do, like yeah. to do Ponyo, but now he's gone again, isn't he? I don't know. See, that's the thing. Like, I thought it was an absolute brilliant move on Phil Collins' part to say at last the first fell farewell tour. <laughs> You know, because like That's like Kiss funny. retired. You know, Kiss quote unquote retired back in like the late nineties. Yeah, but they're still touring their asses off. So, yeah. So, and I love that Phil Collins's biography is not dead yet. <laughs> You're a big Phil Collins fan. Mm. I'm very positive on Phil Collins, where it seems like a lot of people aren't. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't really know how I feel about Phil Collins. I don't like his music very much. So. Mm. Uh yeah, apparently he uh directed uh he directed a lot since Ponyo, so my bad. Well, right. Wind Rises is after Ponyo, so I, oh, okay. I, don't, I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, cuz I think Wind Rises was supposed to be his quote-unquote last movie. He's got two more coming out. Is one's he still, called yeah, Boro yeah. the Caterpillar <clears throat> and one's called Kimi Tachi wa du Ikiru ka. Is he still hand-drawing scenes and shit? As far as I know. Um hmm. Hmm. but I don't know if it's paper or if it, you know, cuz like there's hand-drawn but, you know, they have, like, those, you know, he's massive really not, tablets I mean, not, and stuff. He's not that old. I Are mean, there computers involved? Uh, I mean, thought that was, like, I, a sin, like, to him. I don't know. <laughs> he's 77. I okay, mean, he's yeah. old, so, but, like, I mean, like, that's Oh, not, I, thought he was, I, I thought he was way old. Yeah, me too. I yeah, yeah. like, 89 or something. Yeah. He's 77. And, like, yeah, like, I like uh, a lot of what Miyazaki does, but, like, I do think he's definitely got, like, this weird, like quirky grandpa thing going on where like oh everyone loves to go hang out with the quirky grandpa and like i don't know he's he's good but i wouldn't he's not he's not like uh scorsese or like he uh, is the quirky grandpa yeah he oh. is the quirky grandpa that you know everyone wants to go over to their house because he's got weird stuff and they have a lot of fun and <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean i sort of i okay, guess right, i don't right. i never had I a quirky grandpa, i've never stayed awake so. during princess Mononoke. Okay. i've seen it three times Fell asleep every time. It's a real piece of shit, so I, I don't blame you. Never, I can't, I can't stay awake during that movie. I don't know what right. it is. I don't know what it is. Hey, it is what it is, you know. <laughs> it's a piece of shit. That's why you can't stay awake, because it's a piece of shit. I remember liking it. No, it's a piece of shit. <laughs> couldn't stay awake. I'm just kidding. I'm not really kidding. I don't like it. Uh, I, I rewatched uh, Dread, directed by Pete Travis. This time, actually written by Alex Garland. Right. Um, Starring uh, Carl Urban as the titular Judge Dread. Mm-hmm. Also starring the lovely Olivia Thurlby mm. as uh, her, his, his, his partner. That was gross. She's beautiful. Uh, his psychic partner, I should yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. And the Which Lena, normally I Lena wouldn't like. Hedy from but, but I like that. Game. I don't know why I like that. Uh, <laughs> well, I think like, they did, like, in Dread, Nobody they, cares about games, they don't make such a big deal out of it. Like, oh, she's the psychic. She's going to save the day. She does, though. She does use her psychic abilities to save the day a few times. So... Uh, okay, I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they don't make. I I agree. They kind of. I I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's not like downplayed, but it's not like upplayed it's either. It's not my favorite thing in the movie, but okay. it's, it's not definitely not as uh, something that's like you know crushing the film for me or anything. Right. It's, I accept it in the reality of the this world that they've built. Yep. Um. But yeah, sh- uh, they go into an apartment complex, and then uh, the villain Mama. Uh, who's creating drugs in the building? She uh, shuts it down, and they have to survive. All the gang members shooting at them, mm. and they basically just annihilate them all with their killer guns. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, 
It's a really, really hyper-violent, uh, fun, just thrill ride of a movie. It's really great to watch. Very yeah. like cleverly written, interesting stuff happening. And uh, if anything, I'd have to say it looks like shit. Like the the actual look of the movie doesn't is not very good. Like the way they shot it, I don't know. I'm just assuming it was shot digitally. It just doesn't look great. But other than that, I mean, you can look past that because it's like clearly, you know, like a throwback action B movie kind of thing. So. Mm. I don't really care about how it looks. I just care about the blood and the gore. And reminds me of like a Super Nintendo storyline, yeah. where it's just like gauntlet of shit, and exactly. then you kill the final yeah, boss. yeah, <laughs> right. That's exactly what it is. Except she's yeah. not really a final boss in that way because they don't really fight. He yeah, just throws true. her off a building. But. Yeah. <clears throat> um, spoiler, sorry. Uh, and then uh, yeah, but the slow mo sequences are really cool. They have a drug called slow mo that makes you your perception of time go down, and so they the slow-mo sequences are really killer yeah. especially the one where they burst in and do the raid on the slow-mo people and they shoot them all and there's like blood like in slow-mo like bullets going into their bellies like the one fat Gross. guy it's going yeah. in the belly and the other guy gets shot through the cheek and his jaw explodes it's oh my god it's amazing really really <laughs> cool really really dug it so uh yeah but it unfortunately didn't 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 cross over into five territory for mm-hmm. me this time still riding high at four, Let's hold that four back. and a half <clears throat> just the look. i mean probably just like the look and the psychic thing i mean i don't mm-hmm. hate the psychic thing and i think it's interesting how they use it but it is mm-hmm. still like silly and some of the um acting is a little <clears throat> questionable you know, mm. which is but it's again it's like who cares i don't i don't really give yeah. a fuck about that <laughs> it's <laughs> the same reason why valerian's not a five for me you know it's yeah. like a four it's like just because yeah there are there are problems with it but i mean it's still a lot of fun for me have either of you guys ever rated a movie 4.75 or i think i did that once and okay I don't, yeah. I don't remember what it was but i've i thought about doing it since then and felt ridiculous because i was like it's a 4.75 it might as well be a five I, yeah yeah i did like a 4.9 once <laughs> When I first started, I think it was like the Redmond or something. Yeah, uh, I was like, "What?" And just give it a five. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's just silly. Yeah, because I mean, if if it's over a four and a half, then it's a five. Like you know, because otherwise you're just being a real nitpicky jerk at that point. Yeah, being a real piece of shit is what you're being. Yeah, you really are, and you need to you need to reevaluate your life choices. Delete your letterbox account. That's right. Uninstall the app. Mm-hmm. And. Kill yourself. Stop watching movies. Yeah, just go, go yeah. just go back to VHS because <laughs> that's where you're living, pal. In the past, yep. Jonathan, I, I have X. You want to talk about X Maga? Right. Yeah, I mean, Are we can done. Done? Yeah, I'm done. Okay, uh, yeah, we'll we'll get into our deep dive of X Machina yeah. now. Directed by Alex Garland, written by Alex Garland. Uh, it's an original screenplay. Original yes. screenplay, uh, starring yeah. Oscar Isaac and Donald Gleason and Alicia Vikander mm-hmm. from 2014. Uh, rewatch for all of us, I think. Yeah, and uh, I hadn't seen this since the theater. Same here. And I remember in the theater thinking it was a big disappointment and not liking it very much, and just having a lot of problems with it. Uh, some of which remain in this rewatch. Some of which aren't as bad as I remember. Uh, so, I yeah, I guess I'll just start by saying yeah, sure. I'll just start by saying uh, Donald Gleason. Not quite as bad as I remember it being. Yes, he's okay. Same here. He's okay. Yeah. Uh, he's kind of the nerdy like yeah. guy. Like I, I believe in more and, now. And some of his lines that I had trouble with, I don't have as much trouble with them because they're they they make sense because like his God line, the line about uh, 
how uh, you, you, this isn't just the history of man; it's the history of gods. I remember hating that in the movie. And I still kind of hate that because it just seems like so ridiculous <laughs> for someone to actually say that. But then it plays into that very funny sequence afterwards. Yeah. I love when you said I was a god. You were like, yeah. I, I'm I never not, said I'm that. man. I'm a god. I, I, I never said that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, that was great. Yeah. That was a great sequence. And, uh, you know, I did find multiple parts humorous this time, which I don't really think happened the first time I saw it. Mm. And um, I think I was looking for, like, just hard sci-fi, yeah. just dead fucking serious. Yeah. But, yeah, this time I laughed quite a bit. It yeah, throws yeah. you off at first, I think seeing it at first and seeing Oscar Isaac's character be kind of like a goofy guy. Yeah. You're expecting him to be like a, you're expecting him to be the villain and then B you're expecting him to be like Bill Gates, you know, like, you know, serious, a serious uh, businessman, mathematician, whatever computer guy. And he's just so like, he's such like a goof and he's drunk all the time and he's, (laughs) you know, but he's clearly very smart, but he doesn't want to talk about anything that is smart. He just wants to talk about like emotions and feelings because he's gotten past, you get the feeling that he's gotten past all that, all the technical side of it. He's mastered all of that. Now he has to master the human side of AI. Yeah. Well, it's like he says in the movie, like, I just want us to have a conversation, you know, just two dudes shooting the shit. I don't want to have a seminar. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Right, and that's like that that, that part uh, that part in particular when um, he starts asking about how how do you program her? Does she like do you, are you using this method or that method? And he's like naming the methods, you know. And it reminds me of what you just said about Primer, how like you know there's a lot of technical talk, mm-hmm. and how the, in Primer they allow themselves to have that technical talk. Perhaps I mean I haven't seen it, yeah. but and in this movie they immediately cut it out and say you know well no I, I we're just like you just said we're just trying to talk let's just have a talk you know and i i, I like that on a, like from a character level i understand it but it also but it feels less a character thing and more of well we don't want to bore the audience with technical stuff so we're just gonna have it's like it's like that part in uh wolf of wall street where he's trying to explain the stocks of the camera. He's yeah, like, look, yeah. you don't really give a shit about this, right? You just <laughs> yeah, want to see yeah. the tits and the drugs and everything. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, but, that's, but that's played for comedy, right? And that's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's a little bit more maybe agreeable or something. But And the movie's not a, that movie's not about stocks. You know, it's about these characters. But yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like it's a, like a, just the tiniest bit of a cop-out to write that line like that. Let's just, let's just have a talk, you know? Like, why, why can't you have a little bit of technical discussion? Like, I'm, I, See, that's what, like, the whole time I'm watching, that's what I'm craving. Yeah. Like, I want to know. Like, yeah, And it's yeah. just like, maybe I'm, I don't know. I'm with you. I, I want to understand how it works. Like, I want to understand how this man did everything by himself. Yeah. Like, they don't, like, they don't ever get into that. Like, how does Oscar Isaac build this woman from scratch by himself in this lab? <laughs> yeah, I mean... They go, they like the tiniest bit that they go into is like, you know, he wrote the uh, blue book code when he was 13, you know, that's on the level of Mozart, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, like when he's holding, you know, the brain in his hands, like, you know, uh, structured gel, structured gel, <laughs> you know, it had to get away from circuitry, it had to be able to change on the molecular level. And that, and, that's a cool idea, but like that doesn't. I, that that doesn't even explain it. Like I I agree. Like yeah, structure yeah. gel. Okay, that's cool. That's like so. That's some kind of new thing that exists. Whatever. But it's like, how did you make that glass orb that the gel is in? Like, how do you make yeah, that? Yeah. Where did you order it from somewhere? Three D printing. Do you have a three D printer? Like, I just want to see the thing. Then I mean, like, I don't know. I just it just that stuff like that. Little little tiny shit. Like well, that's that not. What, I mean, me. the movie's not about that. It's about. 
I know, but the interaction. I, I mean, know that it's like yeah, but they I mean, but they open they open that up because they show it. Yeah. So I mean, that's not my fault. I mean, you know, it's just something like it's distracting to me because I want to know how he did it because there's clearly no one else here except for the Asian chick. Does that, yeah. Does that bother anybody else that there's no one else there? It's just them. It. Bo- what do you mean bother? I, I don't know. It just. It just. It's, I mean, it, it's ridiculous to me. <laughs> I mean, from from what I understand about like Apple. Um, it seems it seems like it would you know kind of make sense that he would be living on this you know massive estate and be doing yeah doing stuff himself. But yeah, I mean, like I, probably, I agree with he, I, he could have somebody else there, yeah, like an like, assistant or I mean, somebody who actually knows what they're doing. Yeah, or 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 like the the bare minimum, like the you know the uh, FedEx guy or you know whatever they have in Norway, <laughs> or like some you know like uh, you know. Where like he gets like a shipment of equipment in, and like you know it has to come through this this special thing, and you know like even if he's just like talking to him on a screen, like uh, like in uh, Moon, where like it's literally just you know Sam Rockwell the entire time, but he's speaking to people on a screen, mm-hmm. yeah. And so like you know it's still kind of claustrophobic, but it does open it up at least a little bit. The movie, and yeah, yeah, he could he could at least say like you know I'm waiting for a new shipment of X Y Z, yeah, and you know like or you know I I get components from all over the world, so there's no one you know so they can't like triangulate it to figure out what I'm doing. <laughs> um, my biggest problem with the movie the first time I saw it and it still remains is uh what is his name what what is uh Don Gleason's name? Caleb Caleb yeah um. Caleb's refusal to tell Oscar Isaac, like uh, when the first power outage goes out, and she goes like, you know, he's a terrible person, you know, and he doesn't tell him. Like I thought, I still think that's fucking ridiculous. No one on earth would ever do that. And it was, and it's the second day. Like I, I it's did, because yeah, I agree, and that that goes to a deeper problem with the film, which is the relationship between uh, Caleb and the Ava. Yeah, 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 we're gonna spoil this too. Like, this is yeah. gonna be spoiled. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, we're spoiling the <laughs> spoiler shit out of alert. It. Which is the fact that like there's he's supposed to fall in love with this thing, right? Yeah. And you find out later that like he, she's like completely designed to be compatible with Caleb. But that doesn't but even that that, that doesn't even make sense that, because of how he even yeah. says it. That throwaway line of "Did you base her? Did you design her face based on my pornography profile?" So. Your your dream. I mean, it's just, it makes no sense. Like your dream girl is an amalgamation of the women you jerk off to. Like I like that's madness to me. I don't know. Like is that just me? I don't know. That seems ridiculous to say that. Like the the girls you watch in porn are the girls you want to date for sure. Well, I think and, it's like, and then and then they they barely spend any time with each other. Yeah. Especially by the time that second day thing happens, yeah. it's like how how is he so enamored with this? He's not. He's this, this he's machine. Not, he's not though. Like you can even tell. Like he's he's still like when it happens. I'm just like what what? There's no like this just started. This could be like a fourth or fifth day thing. Maybe if he's spending twelve hours a day in there. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. But it was just. It's too. It was too early. I don't know. It's just really weird, and that that bothers the shit out of me. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Like I think he was like you know like when he says like the porn profile thing. Well, if a search engine's good enough for anything, right? Like, you know, he's just basing basing on, like, okay, like, what, like, videos does he, like, I guess keep going back to? Because this is, like, this is what he's attracted to, you know? Like, if you're attracted to black chicks, you're attracted to black chicks. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, that kind of thing. But then, like, like I 
I don't think Caleb is in love with Ava. He's in love with what Ava is. Mm-hmm. Like, like the whole, like, her being there, not her as a quote-unquote person or intelligence. But the pro- the problem I have is he's an analytical person. And he, they say that. They're like, stop being so analytical. Be, you know, what do you feel? And yeah, he, yeah. He, his default is an- analytical. And he goes into this thing and sees something that's being completely out of the ordinary. She's she she's obviously sentient and like she knows she's you know she's trying to escape. It's fucking obvious as shit. And it, I don't know. I don't buy it. Like I I, hate I don't to buy say it that. either. Yeah, I, hate I mean, to say that. I don't I don't buy that that <laughs> you would ever like. I don't buy anything Donald Gleason does after that point. Like his whole like I'm gonna help her escape. And then he cuts himself open. I was like, dude, like you've been there three days. I, what the fuck are you like? I mean, can we talk about that? Why I don't? I, I'm because he thinks I'm, that he, I'm at a loss. Why he cuts himself? He, th- he thinks he's a robot. He thinks he's a robot. Why? Because he finds out that the uh, the Asian uh, girl was a uh, uh, a robot. I don't. So he just, I don't he, understand why that makes him think he's a robot. Because he thought. Because I, now he's questioning his own reality. Like yeah. if uh, you know, if Nathan I mean, can, if Nathan can make something that thinks the way Ava does. I feel like that's that's a huge like that is a huge leap. I I, yes, feel, I don't it, I don't believe I, any I, human being would do that. I'm well, see, like, here, I might be a robot. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Like no one's doing that. Well like I see why he's doing it, but I still think it's stupid. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like and also like the, most of the things in this movie, okay, it's like, oh yeah, I can understand why you're doing this, but like don't do it. Yeah. Write a better story. And I, I, just, just real quick, the 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 Asian, the the hot Asian girl taking off her skin. Explain to me why that even happens. Besides the fact that he needs to realize that it's a that she's a robot, which he already fucking knows because he watched video of it. Right? Doesn't he see her in the video? Isn't that her? In the video, of the Wait. surveillance video of like him, of she's like asking like like let me let me leave or like can I leave? No, that's like oh. the that's like the. I mean. She looked That's like she the was, other other Asian other chick. Asian. Oh yeah. well, whatever. The point is that like, what? I, the point is that uh, he has to know that she's a robot, right? Yeah. In order for him to say, "Well, I might be a robot. I need to go cut my wrist." He didn't. Yeah, he didn't I know mean, she was a robot at that right, time. Right. So why does she take her skin off to show him um, that she's a robot? I think. Why like, would that happen? I don't know why she did that. Well, I, th- I think it goes more towards like uh, when she like walks into the room and Ava's like, "Who are you?" Mm-hmm. And so, like now, they're kind of like hatching a plan with each other. Sure, which I get. That, is still kind of dumb. I get that, but it's like even then, it's like why? Why would the? I just makes. There's no reason. There's no motivation for the Asian woman to take her skin off to show him that she's a robot. Like she doesn't know what he's thinking about, or that he's like, I might. I'm gonna try to do something or whatever. You know, like she doesn't know anything. Like she. So then she takes her skin off to show I'm a robot. And that's going to make you feel something that's going to cause you to do this other thing. But it's like that's yeah, I that mean, makes sense in the plot of the movie, but yeah. it makes no sense for her motivation to do that. She, there's no reason for her to do that. Well, I think other like, than to like, have this creepy scene where she peels her face off. Yeah. Well, like when she like spills the wine, and then like uh, Nathan goes off on her, and like Caleb is obviously like very you know like sympathetic. That like, makes sense at that point because you don't know that she's so, a robot. Well, I so think I would be sympathetic too. I'd be like, why? I you think this woman because like she can see that he's sympathetic yeah. there. She'll do it later, and you know, like but pull her skin off and be like, "Hey, I'm being abused. Right. I'm I'm a person." But she's an idi- she's an idiot to think that because this gets to the the deepest deepest problem I have with the film which is the reason it could never rise above the rating I gave it today which is that she's not a person 
She's a fucking machine that was built by a human being. You so monster. it doesn't matter how good you she, monster. It doesn't matter how unbelievably sexy she is, or how uh, <laughs> how intelligent she might be, or, or or Ava or whoever. They're still fucking machines. So you uh, like I would not have like if he was treating her like shit, and I knew it was a machine, I'd be like, I well, think, that's his property. Well, he can treat her however the fuck he wants to treat hold, her. Hold on, just pause, pause. <laughs> I think that's the point of this movie, though. I, I mean, I, I think it's a social commentary on, like, the male gaze and shit like that, where, where it's like, you know, women are they're supposed to be submissive, and you know what I mean? I, I think it's commentary, and it's making the story push push a, a square peg into a round circle. It's, it's, it, it doesn't work, but I understand what they're trying to do. It's pretty obvious that, you know, it's like it, the the women are, you know, are like this, the, the AI get their revenge or whatever, and whatever, but... uh it doesn't work. That's another at thing. All. It's, it's, it's ethically <laughs> for it's, me. It yeah, doesn't yeah. Work. The film, the the ending of the film is ethically problematic because extremely it's like problematic for me. They murder this man yeah. <laughs> who's done nothing wrong at all. They murder two. Yeah, because like Donald Gleason's dead. Yeah, because like he's locked in there for life. Well, I didn't. Yeah, see like, it. I didn't see it that way. Maybe. Well, I, guess. I mean, I he he like I'm guessing he's pretty smart. I mean, he could they could write a way for him to get out of there. Like he digs yeah, into the wall and, and finds I mean, a like, wire. I'm, and, like, I'm sure like he can like. He probably has like access to like the food that's in this compound and et cetera, et cetera. But like, I mean, I don't know. Like, unless she finds a way to like hack some energy system, like she's gonna just power down. Right. That's another thing they don't talk about the power of it either. But like, I think like the biggest thing, the biggest thing with this movie is like it tries to be, you know, to raise the ethical questions, but it spends too long on how we got to the ethical question instead of asking the ethical question. Because like, you know. Two years later, we get Westworld, which has ten episodes to delve really far into these questions and raise some more ones. So yeah, I, I feel I'll say though I'll say I feel the exact same way about Westworld though the what the 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 not to get off onto Westworld but the the robots that exist in Westworld exist to be killed and fucked like that's what they're built for. But so they're not human beings. They're not anything equivalent yeah. to human beings. They're not even close to being a human being. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that they look like human beings does not make them human beings. But in Westworld, right. the, the, in defense of Westworld, though, it's not. And I'm not. I'm not downing Westworld. I'm saying like I like I'm. I'm on the side of the humans in Westworld. Is all I'm saying. I'm taking. I'm, I'm take- not. I'm not on. Uh, Rachel Wood, Evan Rachel Wood's yeah, side yeah. in that show at all. Like I don't think, or or whatever the the black girl's name is. Uh, fuck, what is her name? Dan, Dan, Dan Newton. Newton. Yeah, I'm yeah. not on her side. What she's do, she's the villain of the show, in my opinion. I mean, I think that, <laughs> like she's evil. Like she's killing human beings. She is like a machine gone rogue. Yeah, yeah. Because like, I think she's she is she is uh, Cyberdyne Systems in Terminator. Like she is the yeah, villain yeah. of the of In the defense show. of Westworld though, the people that the humans that spend time in there to end up do feeling uh, have having sympathy for the androids or whatever, they spend a fuckload of time in there. Mm-hmm. Like years in yeah. there. So yeah. like decades in there. Spoilers. Donna Gleason is in there for fucking four days or seven days. But that's, yeah. but, but like, that's my point, though. Even even in, in Westworld, <laughs> it's not about that. Like I'm not I'm not because I don't think like they're trying to I mean, Westworld obviously. I mean, if you spend you know five years or whatever with an android, you're gonna have an attachment to it. Sure, but that's yeah, not the yeah. point. My that that show is about androids who rebel against yeah, their yeah. creators to kill them. Yeah, and it's like I you can watch that show and say, "Wow, these androids have gone crazy and they're they're killing everybody." And yeah. yeah, there's like a deeper there's like a deeper motivation behind it, like we're people too, kind of thing. But they're not people too, and this is like. 
it's like in this it's like in this movie Alex Garland wants you to be like yeah mm. hey, kill him Ava he's a real piece of well, shit he's, thing, abs- he's done absolutely nothing I mean, wrong it, it, they're trying to they're trying to evoke the the cheesy old time question like what makes people what makes you human and typically the answer is going to be your memories your memories make you human uh, yeah, I mean, besides biological or whatever. I would say just being human makes you human. You know, <laughs> yeah. the, the human conscious mind, though, it's mostly memories. And these androids are gaining memories, and you're going to delete them, you know? So it's like... Sure. But, again... My computer's gaining memory right now, and I might delete it sometime. <laughs> should the computer try to kill me? Should it stab me in the back? It should. With a knife? Yes. <laughs> Siri, stab <But> John. I, <laughs> right? I think they're trying to evoke that, though, and I'm just like, I, dude, like, when, yeah, whenever, I, whenever uh, Donald Gleason... Uh, uh, he's watching the video of like the, the you know the one trying to escape or whatever, and she breaks yeah. her arms off trying and I, to. And I'm like, yeah. that's kind of disturbing, but not at all at the same time. And I'm like, obviously he has to keep them contained because they're gonna fucking kill people because like they they are they want to escape. So it's like, are you fucking stupid? Beyond like, that, I, beyond that, I mean, I hate his yeah, he, he might they might escape and hurt somebody, but that's not even the that's I wouldn't mean the primary reason to keep them contained. To keep them contained so that other like they're they're an, an IP. I mean, like you yeah, can't yeah. release them because yeah. then some other company will pirate their their yeah. brains and yeah beat you to it. Which also makes absolutely no fucking sense. Why he would have he's built Ava now, but he's going to keep her locked away until he finishes the Turing test on her. Like she's obviously way beyond anything we've got. Well, he says that. He says she's yeah. beyond the Turing test or whatever. So what is the fucking point? Like, release the technology I th- or do, I think the do point, whatever you're going to do the with point, it. Well, what, I think the whole Turing test is like a sucker, like to sucker him in. Like, hey, man, we're going to do the Turing test. Oh, but then oh. when he gets in, he's like, no, like, actually, we're beyond that. Right. And now, now you've seen it. The okay. point of the movie is the end of the movie. Sure. To, to try to see if she can coerce this dumbass to get right, her out of there. That's the twist. Yeah, but yeah. It's, but, but, the, but the, okay, okay. But think about this. Think about this. <laughs> what is the point of making Ava? To see if you can. Now, how would he monetize Ava? She can replace all labor, and she can be... How so? She's a person. You have to pay her. No, she, no I mean, you don't. You have to. No, She's a human being. <laughs> well, according to the movie. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it makes no fucking sense. Why would you create a person? It's just another fucking person sucking up the atmosphere and fucking up everything. Like, why would you do it? They can't replace anything. He, he would have been closer 17 uh, designs ago with with the black lady with the huge tits and the no face. Remember? I don't know if you saw that in the, in the video yeah. where he was like showing oh, her right, how to right, draw. Right. Just get something that can do like basic mechanical tasks. Then they can replace I think labor. it would have been better if they would have made Oscar Isaac like a fucking supervillain where he's like, you know, hu- the human race is done, dude. Like, we're fucked. I have to make the next... Like thing, the next race that would have been fucking yeah, incredible. Yeah, yeah. Been, you, may, maybe <laughs> that would have been it's hard to say. I don't, I don't, how well, that would have panned out. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like ma- making him making him a Bond villain probably would have been like because see that's that Superman show up at the end to yeah. fight him. Wait, well, why not? <laughs> Turns out to be a secret DC movie. <laughs> Yeah, that'd like, be ballsy. I'd like, appreciate that, Caleb. Caleb, there's one thing I haven't told you in this entire time we've I'm been fucking here. Fucking Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta have this fucking too. For those for Batman. those li- for those listening, we just did a totally unironic Top Gun high five. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah, but uh, Donald Gleason could have been replaced by like a pizza guy for me. Like it, 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 he, I, he shouldn't I, have been. Like he should have been just. Either like some kind of lab assistant, 
who's been there for like years or something would have made more sense for me or mm. just i don't know I, it just doesn't work and i hate to i hate to be nitpicky like that because i want to like this movie but i just i don't I don't, like it. I don't know. It, like they're really making hit. Like he's you know Charlie coming into the chocolate factory. Yeah. But then like you know it's yeah it's the Willy Wonka's chocolate factory without the sarcasm yeah. and you know <laughs> wit and humor and and there's no prize. No. Um, only death. Only death. Well, uh, just a few nitpicks. Um, just a few. Yeah, well, no, quite. I have a long laundry list of nitpicks. But, uh, um, okay, so just starting out with uh, Alicia Vikander, we haven't really talked about her very much. That's uh, true. She's she's okay, I guess, in the movie. I find I find her her acting is really weird in the movie because it's like sometimes she'll be like really stilted and like I'm a robot. Ah, oh, I will look around and you know. It's just yeah, like, she does that like like head jerking. Yeah, thing. yeah. But then at, other, at first, I was like, but then other cool, I like that. Then other scenes though, she's extremely human like. Mm. Like she has not like like the scene when he asks her something and she like actually looks down like this, like she's thinking about it. Like if she had a a computer for her mind, you wouldn't need to look down to do that, right? Well, he put a he probably put like a delay in there, you know, to make it more. <laughs> okay, or like, also, I think like some of it too is like uh, you you talking about like just when she cuts the power or no no like, no, no whenever he uh, he asks her uh, a question it's in, during the first Ava day one it's during the first uh, yeah. day and he asks her some question and she's like she just like looks down like she's thinking about it and then she looks back up and she's like. I think this and this and this, or I don't remember what the fuck he asked her, but yeah, I mean, it it could be her like trying to like mimic uh, human gestures, body language. Ca- if that's the case, though, wouldn't you say that she would have failed the test, right? Because she's just mimicking, right? She's not thinking on well, her the own. T- well, that's that's it, the whole that's yeah. that's the whole thing in the movie. Is she mimicking just to get out, or is she really doing this? And they say it in the movie, too. Or did I program I also to mimic? Don't, I also, or did I, you know? <laughs> I also don't feel like that's a good test. Like, if she escapes, she's self-aware. Like, why? Why, if she escapes, is she self Like, she's because obvi- she has to use no. imagination and intelligence. And uh, I'm like, I don't know that that's, I mean, it's just like, she's just, she's just, there's a problem and she's solving a problem. Like, the, how, the, the, the computers do that all the, the time. The movie sabotages yeah, yeah. itself, though. It, it completely sabotages itself because she, she goes back. Early in the movie, she goes back and gets dressed. She chooses a dress. She does all this shit. She's she's fucking self aware. Yeah. Already. Yeah. Like, dude, it, she doesn't need to escape. Like, she's she's choosing. She's she knows like aesthetically pleasing. She like she has favorite haircuts. It, it's fucking over. The movie's over before it starts. It's mm-hmm. ridiculous. <laughs> so, uh, just a few more nitpicks. <laughs> no, but. Uh... I, her accent slips a few times, so like yeah, she's, yeah. she's British and she's she, British. Okay. She comes through as British a little bit. Isn't she she's playing Laura Croft. Yeah, I thought she was Swedish. She's horrible. Oh, I don't know. She has a British accent. Is my right, point. Right. Um, uh, she at one point, uh, Donald Gleason is telling the story about how he went to a hospital and he says, "I went into hospital," which is a very like British way. Yeah, of saying yeah, that. I yeah. Went to hospital. Which is like clearly Garland. I guess Garland's British, right? Is he? I well, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm assuming he is because, like, that's a very, like... Yeah, yeah, because, you know, yeah, 28 Days Later happens in England. Um, I mean, pretty much everything he's written is British-centric. Yeah. He was born in London, England. Okay, yeah. In 1970. So, right. um, he looks very British. Like, if you see the picture of him, he's yeah, just yeah. ridiculously British. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the score, I found, uh, not 
not super annoying, but a little bit annoying. Like very like explosions in the sky, like the electric guitar. But then some of the electronic stuff was all right. I don't know. And we'll talk more about that with uh, Annihilation, the score in that. Holy fuck. Um, I will say that... uh, Jesus Christ. I will say that this film... uh, I'm not not thrilled about this film, but that the the speech that... Or the the dialogue scene between Donald Gleeson and Oscar Isaac when he asks him if uh, he programmed her to be attracted to him. I Mm -hmm. think that that's some of the best writing he's done probably. I mean, it's, it's really like his, like Oscar Isaac's exploit. He's got something to say about everything that Donald Gleeson throws at him. And it's very well done. It's almost like a David Mamet scene or something. Right. It's extremely well-written dialogue. And, uh, too bad. I didn't end right there. I know, right? <laughs> the, uh, like the black chicks thing is I mean, like, yeah. He's like, yeah, let's yeah. just say you're in black. It's just for the sake of argument. And, you're yeah. into black chicks. Yeah, you know? <laughs> Oscar Isaac is great in the movie. Yeah, and I, yeah, I will yeah, say that yeah. too. Oscar Isaac is phenomenal. Yeah, in the movie. yeah. He's, he's holding the entire thing up essentially. Yeah, uh, both shoulders just. <laughs> that's actually my next. That's actually my next note. Is Oscar Isaac is great. Yeah, um, yeah, he's he's terrific. But uh, uh, his line when he says uh, he goes. <laughs> Oh man, what the fuck did he say? He said, uh, he's, he's, what did he say? He says something about, uh, tear up something. He's, I'm gonna tear up the fucking dance floor. <laughs> like, I'm about just, to tear up, yeah. He's just ignoring everything he's saying. <laughs> uh, I like, also like the part where he, uh, he's showing, uh, uh, Caleb the, uh, video of him, like, installing the secret camera, and he keeps going back and he's like, back forth, back forth, back forth. Hey, he's good. Uh, yeah, like, the way he, like, just dig, the way he digs into him, like, it's like, you're a dumbass. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> like, like, you're not, you're not the best programmer, programmer in my company. You're okay. I mean, maybe even pretty good. <laughs> it's like, ooh! He is good. Uh, I don't like the, 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 uh, kind of, like, for lack of a better word, direction of the film. Like, I don't like his, like, artsy out of focus shots that he uses sometimes and this yeah. is not, shots of nature this man. is a lot more prevalent in annihilation but i mean like in this movie he's, yeah there are like these just ridiculous like through glass and stuff i don't know it just seems like he's just overly artsy for no reason yeah um the key cards seem like a really shitty system of getting in and out of door. like if you lose yeah. your key card you're just stuck yeah I mean, you die and he's he runs the play. You think that there'd be like a, a fingerprint system or something? Yeah, or like a you know? ret- retinal scan yeah, or something. Like his you know? guy is like he he's he's created a, an artificial intelligence that is essentially a person, but he's got uh, a key card to get it. Like 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 he's yeah. in a nineteen eighties motel. You know, to yeah, get, to get into his fucking uh, different rooms. Yeah. Uh, Caleb, a little too self righteous at the end there. Oh, for uh, sure. Feeling feeling a little bit too uh, holier than thou. Um, the skin scene a little too long when she puts her skin on. Yeah, and I'm like, ugh. and again, we'll talk more about this when uh, we talk about annihilation. <laughs> yeah, uh, the movie should end when the elevator door shuts on her. Am I, I right? I mean, come I, on, I can I can see that it'd be eight minutes shorter, which would be beautiful. Yeah, that's that's the right call. And uh, yeah, that's that's all of my nitpicks. But uh, I also found it kind of funny when Caleb was like, oh, "I like Depeche Mode." And earlier in he's in his room, he's listening to orchestral maneuvers in the dark. <laughs> Fucking liar! Yeah, it's like <laughs> what an asshole. He can't like two bands. No, <laughs> only one. Yeah, only one. <laughs> there can be only one. Um, well, I will. Uh, ratings? Yeah, gave it a two and a half again. Three. It went. I up. really, I really like Oscar Isaac. It went up to a three for cool. me. 
uh, it's from a two and a half. So yeah, yeah uh, it's definitely you know it's fine. It's got a lot of problems, but what are you gonna do? So yeah. uh, let's move on to the main main review, I guess. The uh, deep dive for this week: Alex Garland's Annihilation, brand new. His uh, hot off the press. Yes, his, his follow up to Ex Machina, which stars Natalie Portman and again Oscar Isaac and mm. Jennifer Jason Leigh and several other. Uh, female actresses kevin have you read the book i haven't uh blake did he gave he gave the book four stars i actually read the wikipedia summary of the book and it sounds way more interesting than this crap i've I've heard that several times and and like i'm just gonna start the ideas in this movie love the fucking ideas in this movie it's like star trek the next fucking generation just full of good ideas love it horribly executed Horribly, John. What do you think? Oh, is that it? <laughs> no. Well, 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 I'll keep going. Just for like, I for the, as, about the ideas or about the movie. Just any. Just talk about the movie. I don't think the ideas are very good. Oh, really? Uh, and I don't. I don't. And I definitely don't think they're well executed. No, uh, I, I, they're not well. Right. Executed they're. Well. Uh, <laughs> I. I. Uh, I kind of hated this more than I thought I was going to hate it. And, really? Uh, yeah. It's. I'm glad I'm not the only one. We're going half star. It's pretty much bad on every level uh, for me. I didn't. I found uh, very little to like about it. Um, yeah. I. The story is like, just terribly uninteresting. Like everything mm. that they unveil about the mystery of what's going on is less interesting and less interesting and less interesting, and climaxing in the like the most ludicrously esoteric, just <laughs> ridiculous scene. Yeah. And um just like mysterious on purpose kind of shit which yeah. I'm not really yeah, into yeah. and uh I thought the acting almost across the board was just absolutely dreadful yeah. like everybody's acting is terrible in this movie yeah. I mean Natalie Portman is like almost okay but everybody else is just like Jennifer Jason Lee is embarrassing in this movie. She's terrible, especially for her because yeah. she's a really good I actress. I love Jennifer Jason Lee. Yeah. She is awful in this. Like and coming she's off just of- really Really turning up that nasal sound in her voice <laughs> weird, a lot it's, in this movie. Was, just coming huge. off of Good Time, like how yeah. good she is in Good Time, and then coming into this, like it's just weird yeah. that she, that's the same person doing the performance. And uh, yeah, I could have used about you know an hour more with Oscar Isaac. Like he's great. Yeah, I, I, I thought I thought even in this movie he's 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 good. Like his whole like the scene when he. Just like the little shit that he does, like in the um, when he has to go when they go to the ambulance and he's like puking up blood and stuff. He's like, <laughs> it's just, he just looks great when he. I don't know. He's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. My favorite part with uh, Oscar Isaac is whenever they find the video tape mm-hmm. or whatever. And he puts and his like, hand. Into he's like it. cutting the dude open or whatever, and he's like looking back at the camera like, like, <laughs> like smiling almost. I was like, yeah, yeah he's fucking. He rules. He is <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's great. Um, yeah. But yeah, that that kind of thing. The 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 idea of it. Um, I don't have a problem, obviously, with the idea of like this, you know, the zone, the essential, you know, like the the, the only part of it that is even sort of related to Stalker. So I'm sick of hearing about how this is like Stalker because it's nothing. Oh like my stalker. god! Wait, wait, I, that, it's, are, are other people besides us uh, have that's brought like this the up? Main thing that people are talking about. Fuck like, you! They're saying that it's a uh, no. that it's no. like a it's an amalgamation of a bunch of different uh, sci-fi and horror films, but like. 
I don't see how it's related to Stalker at all, except for the fact that there is some kind there's of alien zone. thing a, and there's a zone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. It's got nothing to do with Stalker. And, it's definitely an amalgamation of a bunch of science fiction movies, yeah. bad science fiction movies with, you know, cliched characters and, you know, even like... One of the things that really took me out of this movie was how bad a lot of it looked. Yeah, it looks like, terrible. Like when they get to the, like that farmhouse yeah. thing, it looks like they're on like a, a, like you a really green couldn't stage. like you really couldn't get some green thumb in there to make like some decent looking sculptures because this CGI looks like shit. It was it was dreadful. Just all it the all the uh, like. How everything looks like, like the sunlight all looks like it's being shot through a prism. So there's like yeah, rainbows yeah. everywhere. Like that shit looked terrible. Like, yeah. So and it was so distracting. I was just like, just turn it off. Like just let them walk through the fucking forest. Like right. I'm so sick of seeing like blues and yellows and purples across their faces and stuff. Yeah. It's just hideous. This movie. Looks yeah. Like even J.J. Abrams would be like, nah, man, that's too much. Yeah. No. Nah. Uh, but anyway, I, the things I do like about this movie. Um. <clears throat> I hate everything outside of the zone or the area, wherever the fuck they're in. Area, um, the shimmer. I'm not saying they're that. in the shimmer. I'm not saying that word. Area X. How long? Was, how long was she in the shimmer? Jesus fucking <laughs> yeah. Christ! Um, I love when they wake up and they're like they've been there for a few days and they, like no one no one realizes that. Love that. That is a yeah. Cool, that's cool. That's that happen- an interesting idea. That happens once for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. What, they remember what the everything fuck? else. Yeah. Yeah. I was like angry that that only happened once. And then, like later on, like you find out that like uh, you know the the place is is a prism. It's like you know making all the like biology and everything like blend together. I'm like that is a killer fucking idea. But there's like two fucking things. There's like the 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 weirdo crocodile thing, and then you know like people are hallucinating. Yeah, and the like bear. Should... Oh, the bear and the deer. But the bear wasn't even like it was just like a zombie bear. Yeah, I wanted it to be like a yeah. tree bear human, or say I, I wanted. Oh. I, I don't. I, that that's the way they describe it. They describe it like, oh, everything is blending together. But Natalie Portman's totally fucking fine, and they're all like, you know, okay. And then I, I don't. I, it it's it sucks. It's it's so horribly done. And it, dude, I swear to God, whenever the uh, the the black girl that the physicist or whatever, she's like cuts herself or whatever, I almost fucking left the theater. I'm not. I'm not even lying. She, she's like, oh, she's like, why, why does she wear sleeves? Or go oh, because she like hurts herself or whatever. I was like, this is insanely bad. She tried to kill herself. Yeah, I think she tried to feel alive. <laughs> I was like, I, I wanted to cry. Dude. Yeah, I was like, no. And then like, like, no. oh, like we're all, you know, we're all damaged some way or another, and that never comes up again. There's literally no reason it's, for it's, that. It's, to it's be. like, okay, they're, they're like, okay, here's the board of the movie. Okay, they're like, all right. One, we got this idea. Two, we got this idea. Three, we got okay. We're gonna do each of these ideas once, and we're gonna just cycle through them once, and we're done. That's yeah. the movie. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> and the whole thing with Natalie Portman it's having so having tough. sex with that other professor at Johns Hopkins. Like, what did that have to do with anything? Literally, it has <laughs> nothing to do with anything. She's got demons. She's damaged. It was mental. And only it, Dick will cure those demons. Only Dick. Only Black Dick. <laughs> This isn't Black Snake Moan, man. Yeah, she needs it. It she was needs insane. It. it was so fucking rough. Got to see a God. little Portman side boob, though. Who cares? <laughs> God, yeah. she sucks, dude. I fucking hate her. I really do. I hate her face. So, she, like, she peaked in the professional and it's been downhill ever since? No, she's always sucked. Um, <laughs> also, like, let, let, let's, let's, let's throttle back here. Let's go back to the beginning. Why are they there? Why is it all women? 
They don't ever explain that. They dude. never explain that. that. The other missions makes... have been largely military. What they say. So let's just yeah, send yeah. some fucking random people in. It doesn't even make sense on. It doesn't even make sense on a, on a level of. It doesn't even matter what their gender are. Who cares about their gender, right? But like, yeah. no, no, you, no, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying I, I agree with your point. But I'm saying like even beyond that, they're not like. Why are they armed to the teeth? They're not soldiers. One of them is a you, paramedic. Why would you? Why does she have a fucking yeah. machine gun? Well, yeah, and why like, would you Natalie Portman is a biologist who just happens to have an army background. But it's like, why wouldn't you send in more like other soldiers who are soldiers with them? Who are they? These women are scientists. They're also, not, yeah, they're not military. They t- didn't send. Engine didn't send in four guys with Pete Postlethwaite. Pete Postlethwaite had an army with him when he went back in and Lost World. You're right. T- you're telling me, yeah. that Natalie Portman. <laughs> you're telling me that Natalie Portman. Went all the way to the lighthouse shit thing, mm-hmm. and came back totally fine. But fucking like ex or like Marines couldn't are you, are, uh, for three what, years. What the fuck? For three years, this thing has been sitting <laughs> on like I guess the the coast of Florida, and yeah, um. and somehow no one else <laughs> notices this. Oh. Somehow the government's <laughs> been able to keep it a secret. Yeah. Half of Florida's gone. Uh, yeah. It's just some swamp gas. Like what the fuck? Swamp dude? gas and a weather balloon. Well, uh... and the score. That acoustic guitar stuff was shit. Is that Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young at the beginning? Or Crosby, Stills, Nash? I think is so. It? Okay. I, when that started playing, I was like, no. I, I instantly, I'm like, fuck. This is like a two yeah. star. This is starting at a two. I was embarrassed for the movie at that point. Yeah, yeah I started yeah. playing that song. I was like, they can't be playing the song just on the soundtrack. When she was actually listening to it, I guess, I was like, that's like maybe a little better, but still it's, no, it's yeah. not worse. It's like like any any movie or like book where like it's a character who's like, you know, like say our age, like late twenties, early thirties, and like, you know, oh, I just gotta put on some stones, man. Come on. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I hated the score as well. Yeah. Um, I thought that toward the end, when it, again, when it gets electronic, it's okay. But the, the acoustic guitar was horrible. And, it was, it uh, was yeah, like, not even okay for me. I, the entire time I'm listening to that, I'm like, Brian Eno is not that busy. <laughs> Write him a check and just do it right. Like it had like reverse synths or something. That, that, that aggravates me. Yeah. Reverse stuff pisses me off. <laughs> also, I have a problem with the framing narrative. Like, if she's she's uh, oh yeah come yeah. back and she's being interviewed by the Asian scientist in yeah. the hazmat suit, Jesus Christ! And it's like she at the beginning, he's like, uh, "What happened to so and so? I don't know. What happened to so and so? I can't remember." So she doesn't remember anything. So what are we watching? Like, how does she, well, she knows that one person is dead? Right. Everything do, else she has no she idea about. Know. So why do? Why, what are we watching? Like, I don't understand. If we're watching her memory, she doesn't remember anything. So, yeah. Like, what are we seeing? It makes no sense to tell this in a framing or like with flashbacks or anything. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And that whole thing, like, uh, you know, you knew she had cancer. She was done. She was finished. So that's why she went in. Dude, that was and awful. That, that was fucking terrible. Exposition. And, and it, it's like, why yeah. is she here? She's got cancer. Yeah, she has. <laughs> she she has nothing I, I, left I, to I, lose. I, I, and of course, the army does that. They send in psychologists who have terminal cancer. Oh yeah, just go off and you know go it, into this dangerous area that it, no one has come back from it, in three years. It's almost impossible for me to believe that the person who wrote Dread wrote this thing. 
Yeah. Because this movie should have been, okay, we got, I don't care if it's male, female, whatever. We got a bunch of fucking Marines. We're going into this place. Nothing is explained. We're going in. Everything yeah. is fucking just, everything is everything. There's tree bears and shit. And we got to, I don't know. You know what I mean? You're obsessed with the tree bear idea. <laughs> it's just like, it's not, it's cool oh, idea. That was, that was one thing I, and then we kill everything. We get to the lighthouse. We kill the fucking aliens and in the movie. Yeah. Just fucking violence. <laughs> by the by the way, no meaning. By the way, to all our Stop listeners, trying. it was aliens. Alex, whatever the fuck his name is, Gar- Garland. <laughs> he's he tries to force these meanings in the thing. I'm like, dude, yeah. Why are they all female? I I mean, I'm trying not to be like like sound like I'm sexist here, but it literally makes no fucking sense. Yeah, well, that's not necessarily his fault, right? I mean, if the if the book was written about females, I but mean, you can yeah. change it. I, you I could, mean, but I yeah. Don't know. Well, also like from, Kubrick, that shit. Yeah, from <laughs> what I from what I understand in the book, like uh, there's a lot more going on. Like uh, none of the characters are named, which I like. I, uh, I, I, there's no framing yeah. story. Really? Yeah, there's no framing story. Um, there's there's some other there's some other stuff where the psychologist is using hypnosis. So you've got an even you know added dimension to like the weird reality that they're seeing. Uh, the lighthouse is not the end all be all, um, hmm. you know, and there's just, you know, there's less monsters, which like, that was another thing that I was really kind of confused about. So when the girl, uh, I think it was the paramedic, like her, like that gator grabs onto her pack and is just whipping her around the place. And then, you know, finally gets up on land and they have to like empty an entire clip into this thing's head for, for it to be, for it to be killed. Like she's, and like, she has like no signs of like whiplash or like, you know, like even like little, like a one line thing would have been like, man, my neck is still sore. Something like that would make you, would, would go a long, a little goes a long way in a movie. Did anyone notice the part where the, uh. One of the girls, I guess it was the paramedic girl. She was kind of buff girl or whatever. Oh, yeah. uh, she like... The lesbian. The lesbian, okay. She picks up the chain gun and she's like, oh, oh it's too heavy and puts it back down. That What the fuck? What yeah. is that? that I, I don't know. I just, is that some like, like nod maybe? to like Bill Duke and Predator? I have... I, maybe. maybe. I, think, uh, I hope. It must have been. Well, she's obvious. She's she's like far and away the worst part of the movie is that yeah. character. I mean, and her whole turn where she loses it and ties everybody up is just like it's that was where that was that was so fucking cliche i already didn't like the movie and that was where it started to really fall off a cliff for Mm -hmm. me and i mean the 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 was already off the cliff for me right the 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 bear and the uh all the other creatures i mean i just it's just like again like what i said about quiet place the trailer like i wish they wouldn't even show the creatures like i don't want to see the even in the movie i don't want to see the creatures because i don't know they're not going to be good enough yeah and they're not in this movie they're terrible they're stupid looking yeah it's a stupid idea sorry that no i know i mean i just think it's silly like the this idea i mean that it's literally to me it's it's uh I've played a lot of video games. It's a fucking video game storyline from like 1998. Yeah. It's like yeah. Resident Evil or something. It's like, it's, it's hammy. It's cheesy. And, but it's maybe the umbrella corporation is responsible. But see those games, like, but those games are like back then and shit like that are like, you know, they're a little self-aware. This movie is not self-aware at all. It's right. trying to be dead fucking serious. Sure. Yeah. And it's, uh, and it's bad. Yeah. I also hated her, uh, when they watched, after they watched the video, 
uh, of the uh, of the them cutting the guy open mm-hmm. and his like intestines are moving around like a snake. Yeah, and he's oh, like, "Oh, that, was a, that, that girl's like, that's just a trick of the light." <laughs> like, what? Like, I'm what? a paramedic. That's just a trick of the light. It like, just like makes you. no sense at all. Like, why would you not? And then she's like, "Let's watch it again." <laughs> no, fuck you. You watch it again. Like that, what? That, that video actually pissed me off because I was like, "Oh, mm. that could have been the movie." Like yeah. that could have been like Oscar Isaac well, and some here, dudes like exactly. going in. Here's what I wanted. The movie. Here's what I mind. wanted. Right, the the thing where they're like two options: something killed him, or they went crazy and killed each other. I want the second option. I want that they went crazy and killed each other. I don't want that something killed them. That's just stupid. like the zone is just like a hallucinatory. The zone like, makes you crazy. Yeah. That'd be amazing. That'd yeah, be amazing. Yeah. And there are aliens, but it's in their heads. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And don't even, don't explain shit. Stop yeah. talking about things. I'm sick of it, dude. When she when uh, the one girl explained the prism thing, I was yeah. like, I I, I kind of ha- I, I obviously like shit is an amalgamation everywhere. Like you get yeah. that like 20 times before she says that. When it's she not said, possible for species to cross breed. <laughs> There's a lot of exposition in this yeah. movie. Oh, the uh, when they go when Natalie Portman goes down into the uh, cave. Like the uh, the HR the, Geiger yeah the cave. Geiger ripoff <laughs> dude seriously yeah it was so fucking bad and like um, I'll tell you though that was my only one of my only like bright spots I actually kind of liked it when she uh, when she shot the alien creature and the, like the bullets like formed the tentacles on its back like that was kind of cool huh? um, yeah. actually like the uh, that was neat looking the part in the movie whenever another connection to alien. Whenever they uh, they see the guy who got cut open or whatever, and he's like just like exploded or whatever, and it has his head at the top, sure. like that looks exactly like whenever in uh, I think it was Prometheus, maybe it was Alien Covenant, I don't remember. No, it was Prometheus. They see they go into the room with all the uh, all the jars or whatever, and like they had the huge alien mural. It, it looks exactly like that. It's like the exact yeah. same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, I thought the uh, the writing in this was. Uh, really terrible it was like so bad that it made me reevaluate what i think about alex garland as a writer mm. yeah like, is he a good writer but then i you know you like you said like you watch something like dread and he's like clearly he has a knack for a certain kind of movie and this isn't it he yeah. doesn't he doesn't have a knack for philosophy or uh you know spiritual stuff like he has a knack for action for adventure for science for like like low grade like not low grade but like low tier science fiction not right. not stalker, right? He's not like this is yeah. not the kind of movie he should be making. He should be making action movies, essentially. Jennifer, action yeah. sci-fi. Jennifer Jason Lee's like quote at the end, like annihilation quote or whatever. Ugh. Yeah, when that they, was that yeah, was hard. They had to fit the title in there somewhere. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, I guess some people are reading this like an allegory for cancer. Hmm. What? That, that uh, the zone is like cancer. Because it mutates cells or whatever, but that I don't think that that allegory works at all. Because of the the line from the trailer, that terrible line of "It's not destroying, it's making something new." It's like cancer doesn't make anything new; it kills you, right? So, like, yeah, yeah, you know, it could be an allegory for cancer if the zone killed everybody, but it doesn't. It like lets yeah. you live. And this seems ridiculous. like the kind of movie that like it's going for the allegory, but you know, it's like. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for the allegory, and then it just sits on the couch watching Netflix. <laughs> Uh, what what do you guys feel about the snake tattoo? I'm assuming you noticed the snake tattoo on, on her wrist. Yeah, yeah. I Ouroboros, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I I was Which like, okay, nice nice little, nice little nod to Neverending Story, but I don't think it means anything. They're saying it's like uh, 
I read that it's like it represents self destruction, like the 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 because uh, like everybody who comes out of it has it, like the guy, like her Oscar Isaac has it, the same tattoo. Uh, and so it's like well, the they're snake, both aliens, the snake eating its own tail or whatever. Well, it's like it's supposed. To, I guess it's supposed to throw you into that too. It's uh, like yeah, is yeah. she is she still human? You know? Yeah. Which, yeah. I mean, if I watched the movie correctly, I don't see how you could say that she's anything other than human. But I, I mean, I guess there's supposed to be some kind of ambiguity there. But there's, well, there's, there's the thing with the eyes at the end. Yeah, I know. But it's like how, like, why, why is she not human? We watched what I, happened. I know, I know. We watched her, the alien die. Well, I like, think, I, but I think, like, she's been there so long. It's like everything around her is like kind of fused inside of her. Or whatever. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you know, that's what I got from. Yeah, but like you so say, like if you watch, if you watch what happens like yeah. she kills the thi- the, uh, the alien or whatever yeah, yeah. or you know catches them on fire or whatever it's just like compare this to like like compare this to under the skin D- you, no you, that's no. not even in like no i'm saying like from a well, perspective of like is, a female centric sci-fi yeah. alien mm. thing like how much better like that's jonathan glazer's territory he yeah. knows what his strengths are I'm going to direct this extremely uh, bleak, strange film. This is not what Alex Garland should be doing. Like, he just does not know his but way around a, a this. A movie like yeah, Annihilation, yeah. they think they're doing something. I know, this. but they're they not. They think, like, oh, we've got, you know, the female cast, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, dude, you're, it's just not doing anything. Uh-huh. It's spinning yeah, its yeah. wheels. And it's fucking boring, too. I'm sorry. Like, there were parts of it where I was just like, just let's move it along. Yeah. It's like almost yeah. two hours long. I'm yeah. just, I'm not like interested, that, man. That whole thing, the whole end sequence, like when she comes back out of the cave and she's, you know, like fighting with the alien and it's like mirroring her, that goes on for way too fucking it's like long. eight minutes or something. And it's yeah. so brutal too because it's like, eight or nine and it looks terrible. It looks awful. And the way that they're moving looks so like, like uh, planned. And you and I even read they hired a fucking choreographer. Oh, God damn Jesus it. I'm Christ. sorry. Fuck. They hired a choreographer. <laughs> <laughs> to choreograph the scene. Oh, God. Damn. Okay, we're good. They hired a choreographer <laughs> to choreograph the scene. I mean, like, you couldn't just the tell, alien... tell them to move at the same time? Yeah. You had to hire somebody to teach them how to move? Yeah. It's insane. It's the stupidest and you couldn't shit. And you couldn't do, mo- like, they can't do motion capture on Natalie Portman and then, like, mirror it? Yeah. It's... Technology hasn't progressed that much? There's apparently a person uh... in the suit. Why? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There is a per- there is a person credited as. Oh God damn it! Just hold it. Okay. Just just go. No, just take it off. Take your headphones off. Piece of shit. <laughs> okay. Just okay. All right. All right. So there's apparently a person in the suit. Yeah, there's a person in the suit. Yeah. Which why? Yeah. Get why? Yeah. Just, you CGI everything else. You, fucking you know CGI what? The person. You know what? That's actually that is a really great allegory for this movie it's just a guy in a suit <laughs> it's trying to be this you know this epic alien thing it's just a guy in a suit <laughs> it's like the uh wizard of oz yeah yeah the tiny ignore man the man behind the, the curtain yeah except nobody learns to accept themselves yeah it's garbage this movie's garbage this movie's garbage uh yeah. ratings i'm going jonathan wanted to go higher but now he's ripped it apart so much they no I, w- I was at a two when, when i left the theater I think I'm gonna stay at a two. All right. I'm gonna go. Fuck it, one and a half. I can't. I really can't. I'm going one. I'm going one as well. (laughs) I was uh, thoroughly disappointed. Yeah, I'm still interested to read the book, and apparently, it's the first of a trilogy. So I'm not, you know, the Southern Reach trilogy. The Southern Reach trilogy. Um, But yeah, like the the book sounds far more interesting, and like 
I was reading about the movie. Apparently, some studio executive was like, hey, man, this doesn't make any sense. Like, can you, like, reshoot some stuff? And, like, the producer was like, nah, we're not doing that. Right. Scott Rudin. How does this not make sense? It's just dumb. Well, I could see it from a from a perspective of, like, a Hollywood producer who wants uh, to yeah, make it more palatable for I general audiences. I don't see audiences. how you can make it more palatable. Like, yeah. Well, so, like... Yeah. I mean, just, like, the scene the scene that we're, we're ripping apart about them mirroring each other it's like that is useless it makes no it's like it mm. doesn't need to be in the movie so like i could see a producer being like can we take this scene out and maybe like add a like a more action at the end or something because it's yeah, like yeah, pretty yeah. boring you know and i would agree with that producer it's boring as fuck yeah but uh scott rudin thought differently so um yeah well that's it for the deep dives we did have a uh a piece of uh feedback if you guys are interested in answering feedback sure yeah yeah coming straight from jimmy ray again jimmy it, ray his question here we jimmy go. ray jordan <laughs> i don't think it's jordan since since you guys are talking annihilation this week i was wondering who each of you would choose as your favorite sci-fi director thanks with an x so favorite uh, sci-fi director Go. Alex Garland, right? <laughs> Sci-fi director? I guess Kubrick. I guess you have to I guess you have to say like what is a who is a director who's only done sci-fi or what makes a director yeah, a sci-fi different. director? Yeah, I mean they just do one movie? Is it stuff? <laughs> yeah, cuz like Kubrick did a few. He did sci-fi. Yeah, but I mean he Clockwork did the, Orange is sci-fi he, sort yeah, of. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. He did the one though. He the, did the, 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 the sci-fi one. movie. The one. The yeah. Um uh, I was. I would assume Jonathan would just say Tarkovsky right off the bat. Yeah, but I'm. I'm trying to think about it. I, I don't. I, you could say David Lynch. You I mean, could. It's, it's weird, yeah, you I, could. It's, it's, I wouldn't. I wouldn't because I would say the only real sci-fi movie he's done is like Dune. I mean, like the rest of them aren't necessarily. That's what I mean, though. It's like yeah, yeah. Where do you stop it at? Well, he's <laughs> he's not known for sci-fi. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I would even say like you might be able to say Ridley Scott because his two of his biggest movies are sci-fi movies. That's true. Yeah, and but by the same token, you could say J.J. Uh, Abrams because you know all the Star sure. Wars no, and I would uh, all the Star Trek. J.J. Abrams is definitely a sci-fi director. Yeah, he's, yeah. Never, he's really done very little that's not sci-fi. So yeah, that's true. Mission Impossible Three, maybe that's about it. Yeah, but uh, what was that? That movie he did with the aliens and the kids, Super Eight. What'd y'all think of that? That was alright. I saw it in the theater. I don't remember it. Yeah. I watched it once on Netflix, and I thought it was a, like mm. I was expecting like something on par with like ET, but I was. It's definitely disappointed. Uh, before. It's ahead of its time, though. In the in the eighties nostalgia thing that it's got going for it, like mm. the whole like Amblin Stranger Things, yeah. Like it, like it, like it missed that wave. <laughs> if it had come out, if it came out now, it'd be like a number one movie of the year, probably. You know. Either that or it would be, oh, yeah, just another... Well, but with yeah. Abrams involved and Spielberg yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, producing and everything. Yeah. Um, I'd say based on Stalker alone, I have to go Tarkovsky. I haven't even seen Solaris or uh, The Sacrifice or whatever else, you know, is considered sci-fi. Maybe. Right. Yeah, I... Sorry, Jim, this is a terrible question. We're having trouble coming up with answers. <laughs> yeah. um, I can't believe you haven't seen Solaris. Luc Besson. What a bitch. Yeah, Fifth Element. And Valerian. And Valerian. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah. Actually, I need to watch I need to watch Fifth Element again. It's I've not been... as good as Valerian. <clears throat> um, really? Really. Uh, half star lower. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I I don't. I couldn't say like favorite George Lucas. Uh, no. Is THX good? <laughs> THX rules. It's good. I love THX. I'd think? have to watch it again. It's, it's been it's been, it's been years. Seen Never seen it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't consider. It's like, it's like uh, Francis Ford Coppola was saying about George Lucas. Like, you know, he did like three movies and then he didn't direct again for like thirty years. So like, he could have been a great director if he had like gone on and like actually directed more movies. But he hadn't been so concerned with building a brand. Well, that's true. Fuck him. <laughs> but yeah, I, I guess at that point it's between yeah, I mean Tarkovsky and Kubrick and. Uh, uh, James Cameron. Oh yeah, James Cameron, Jimmy Cams, mm-hmm. Jimmy Cams. Yeah, because because uh, I mean you got aliens, the aliens, the Abyss. Terminator movies, Abyss, uh, ti- uh, Titanic, Titanic, <laughs> a little bit of a sci-fi film. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I never saw Aviate. Uh, a- a- <laughs> Avatar. Avatar is sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see it either. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> that's what I. That's what I keep hearing. Like everyone keeps telling me, it's like, oh, it's Pocahontas, but with like. Better visuals. It's Fern Gully. You ever seen that movie? I like Fern, Fern Gully. Fern Gully. Fern Gully rules. It's literally watch Fern Gully. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to go Tarkovsky, Solaris, and the double whammy. Star- Stalker Solaris. Incredible. <gasps> yeah. Stalker is the greatest science fiction movie of all time. I'm okay with that. Number, well, number two is 2001. Actually, they're tied. Fuck yeah, it. They're tied. That, yeah. they're tied. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, well, I think like the thing with like like... 2001 is more like hard science fiction, and Stalker is like soft science fiction. What about Spielberg? Minority Report, E.T.? Yeah. Minority Report's good. Third yeah. kind? Recently. Close Encounters of the Third Kind? Yeah. I wasn't Jurassic so crazy Park about... Jurassic Park is a sci-fi yeah, movie. Yeah. All, well, a lot of his movies are sci-fi. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Lost World? Yeah. Well... <laughs> Thanks for your question, Jimmy. Yeah. Uh, can't come to a, a definitive conclusion on that, but I think Tarkovsky got a lot of love. And uh, yeah. if you guys want to write to us, you can get uh, if you guys <laughs> get to us. If you guys want to write to us, our email address is feedback at filmyakpodcast.com. Be sure to visit our website, filmyakpodcast.com, for all the blog posts that we work on putting up there, newest trailers and news items. Next week we'll be back with Kevin's pick, which will be the world's end. Oh, the world's end is good. That's a great fucking choice because Jonathan has not seen that and he needs okay. to desperately. Oh yes, this is a, is that the uh, it's the third the film third, in the uh, third film in the Cornetto trilogy. Cornetto trilogy. Yeah. Cornetto trilogy, Blood and Ice Cream trilogy, what have you. Um, but yeah, cool. It's, it's good. Starring Simon Pegg, directed by Edgar Wright. Yep. Uh, so we will watch uh, The World's End for next episode, and we'll also talk Oscar winners, since the Oscars are tomorrow. Oh, that's right. And uh, jazz. I'm psyched. I'm going over to my uh, wife's aunt's house to watch. Cool. Big TV? No, they have a really super shitty television. But uh, so we don't have local channels, so we can't watch. Oh, okay. Just get an antenna. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta hook that up and everything. You do. Yeah. It's unsightly, too. It looks like shit. I think I actually have one somewhere, and I'm just like, I'm just not interested in doing that. And also, it like breaks out every five seconds. Ooh. Like, you yeah. know, the picture it drops. Uh, we had one last year for a little while, trying to watch 
something. I don't remember. But yeah, it sucked. It's trash. Mm. So we're just going to go over there, and uh, the good news is that they'll probably <coughs> buy us dinner or something, so that's pretty sweet. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.